I can't decide a title for my podcast. Will you help me decide what title my Breaking Bad podcast should have? Uh, what were we talking about? Did you actually hear that? Yeah. What that is? It's a beverage. Sound of success. Oh, really? This is my episode seven beverage. Do you hear this? Oh. Oh. That's that's the sound of of cognac. Oh. That's the one step up in success. Oh, that is fancy. Yeah, because oh. I don't have a, I don't have a beverage, and I've the beverage, and I've kind of been going teetotal for a while, so this is like really fun. Okay, fitting. okay. Well, as I said, it doesn't have to be alcoholic. I just yeah. But I it mean, is. It is now. It is well, look, alcoholic. if that's your choice, man, who am I to judge it? Um, yeah, it is fancy time, guys. We have made it. Ep- season one, episode seven. I don't know, rough stuff type of deal. We're here. I wasn't sure we'd actually make it in the end, and thank you all for coming on this season one journey. Um. My guest today is Moses Warhouse, singer, songwriter, uh, children's mascot, and one of my best friends. Yes. Hello. Uh, hi. Just and yeah, just as I look at him here on the Zoom screen, just very handsome man, very handsome man indeed. Handsome fat man. Thank you very much. Size is just a number. Size Age is just, just a, a number. Well, <laughs> Size is another number though, isn't it? Yeah, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight is a big number now, you know. That's. Uh, I'm getting to a big number too, bro. Um. I yeah I you know what something I'd rather talk about all fair that I noticed yeah. about my stomach recently that I'm not going to even go to the trouble of editing it. So yeah, that, you... yeah, save save that for the breaking belts podcast. Breaking belts, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh okay, because um, so yeah, for for the uninitiated, the unfamiliar, including Jack today, this is an untitled Breaking Bad podcast. Haven't thought of a good title yet. I just don't think I think it's gonna take a while to get there to come to one that justifies the show. Um, okay. so I was going to go with the, the Whitehead get together, because, right. um, you know, fans of the show, we're, we're Whiteheads, is, um, the, the phrase I've coined and will continue to stand, um, or the, the Breaking Stan podcast, I forgot about that, didn't write it down. That's pretty good. Well, Breaking Belts, I like Breaking Belts, that's a good one. Um, Whitehead has kind of like two coronations, one of them being Zitz. Yeah. The other one being maybe supremacists yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so i think i think you know when nowadays if you put anything with white in it that's in a supportive manner is probably not a good idea yeah well they've named him walter white these days they do well um, they should have named now they're naming him uh, walter cis male so walter cis white male well <laughs> uh, i think if you think of like no i was gonna say i keep shit no um yeah, i got your podcasting i know right <laughs> yeah the joys of live audio, folks. You know, I get to stumble over my words, figure out what I'm going to say. I come up to, like, halfway through the sentence, I feel like I, I get it. Yeah. And then I have to roll back and start again, you know, because it's like the edit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been fun. But it's cool. It's nice starting about audio. And well, editing. every, all the lads um, have been singing your praises. They say this is the one. This is the successful thing. You've, you've <laughs> gotten is- it. Tommy's uh, finally gotten there. Yeah, no, not just out of you, out of all of us. Like this okay. is this is the thing. Yeah. This is this is this is hitting the mark. I think this is yeah. I think this is a good niche for us. Um, no, I've just I've finally decided to package my experiences and share them with the world for money. I think uh, that's a great idea. Thanks. Yeah, me too. Um, I hope you all think it's a great idea too, and are going to donate to the Patreon. Greatly appreciate it. Helps us to um, you know buy beverages. Have you have you started uploading then? Um. I, this stage of recording no um, okay awesome 
Yeah, um, as you all know by now, first episode is going up, the start of October. Uh, it's been a journey. So I guess we're in November now. Um, like we're not, we're not in November now, but you're in November now. Or maybe you're in December, maybe in your November next year. What a podcast is. you can listen to whatever. Yeah, it is. It's really, the breaking, the Untitled Breaking Bad podcast is timeless. Yeah. Just like Breaking Bad. Yes. So we kind of um, segued there earlier. Usually I'd, um, I'm going to say it anyway. This is not Untitled Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad podcast podcast. This is the Untitled Breaking Bad podcast. Let's talk about Breaking Bad. Okay. Uh, Jack. Yes. Why did you decide to break bad? Yep. Um, what, what do you mean? Uh, that's my extremely confusing way of asking. What is your relation with the show? This is your first time rewatching oh. it. I mean, what was it like I, watching it first time? I think, I think, like Bon Iver and Superbad, I think I was the first one out of all of you to see it. I oh. saw on FX when it first came on on our televisions. Ages ago. Me, me, me and my ma watched it getting drunk uh, at no like midnight when I was like 17 or 18. Because it's been out like what, 2008, 2000? Uh, 2008 is when it yeah, first yeah, yeah, January yeah. So, 20, 2008 is the first Yeah, year. so I was watching it with Matt when it first came out because I was totally expecting from the promo ad they had, which is Walter White. Jeez, mm-hmm. this is all come back to me. I didn't rehearse this or anything. I just, just all thinking about it now. It was him and his, his underpants and the shirt mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of the desert. And all of us that saw it, even Paddy, who at the time, my brother, who was like eight, we, we were watching it and we went, oh my God, a comedy with fucking Hal. And uh, so we watched the first episode back then. And I think I watched half of the first season and then mm. kind of had my leave insert. <laughs> that's fair. So, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of when um, uh, it dwindled initially. But I watched the first half of it when it first came on FX years ago on Sky Digital. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I torrented it all when it came out, and I thought I heard of it through like uh, message boards and forums and stuff. So yeah. I said, but so yeah, I probably watched it at the same time as it came out because I wouldn't have had FX. Um, so that's interesting. And have you got have you revisited the show since? Um, so I rewatched. So I got up as far as season three, and then rewatched it from season three all the way to five. Okay. Um, but like ten years ago. Okay. So I haven't done it recently. Yeah. Um, but even today when I was watching, I, I more or less picked up like yeah. exactly where I was. It was, it was pretty easy to, um, kind of maneuver myself around it. Um, uh, but yeah, I, um, I did watch it. I rewatched it 10 years ago. I said, I'd be trying and trying and trying to get my partner to watch it. Um, uh, just for, a like, point of order there. 10 years ago, the show had not finished yet. Oh, sorry. So you okay. were just watching it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, because I remember starting so, but, to rewatch no, it again right. when I when I moved to England. Okay. So cool. that's that's my memories are with my ex watching it oh, okay, back then. So, yeah. uh, sorry. So yeah. No, probably. Right. Yep. Yeah, whatever. But also, yeah, I've been trying to get my partner to watch it um okay. for over a year now. She mm. got halfway through the first episode, and she had pilot syndrome. She she. She said this isn't very good, and then she wouldn't watch the rest of it with oh, that's lost okay. interest. Yeah. So I did try very recently, and. Yeah. The film that came out two years ago where everybody got super fat, that that one, um, we you know, Paddy, my brother, got me rewatching the episode bef- before the seasons in between, so that we can be reminded of, which was a bad idea because yeah, the uh, the juxtaposition of <laughs> I think it's going to leave no space between the end of Breaking Bad and El Camino, okay. so it's not so yeah yeah. That blonde guy got so fat. Oh my god, poor Todd, <laughs> Jesse Plemons, yeah, he's. 
He does not look at all like he looks. He's like, he's like the best actor in the world. But yeah, like, he looks like, like an entirely different. I like even because like they cut back to they have like flashbacks of season two stuff with Jane. Yeah. So they got to make Jesse look even like younger and less less haggard. Oh, that's very good. Um, yeah. I actually, I so I haven't watched El Camino yet. I'm waiting until I finish the podcast before right. I watch that. Yeah. Okay, I'll say nothing then because I can't remember anything from it. It's it's fine. I I, I know enough. I've read the synopses. I've watched behind the eclipse. Watched behind the scenes. I just haven't gotten around to actually watching it. Yeah. So that's my my podcast treat when I finish this to watch that uh, for okay. myself. Um. But yeah, that's yeah. I, I kind of rewatched it over the summer with Louise. Um. Just yeah, because I've been thinking about it a lot. I was like, is it a good show? Is it not? It was just like hype at the time. That's what I'm thinking. And yeah, it's really good. But like it's that, yeah, excellent. yeah, it's so good. And everyone's mentioned that kind of like Malcolm in the Middle connection that mm-hmm. was there, I think, because it was like this is like two years after Malcolm that um, Breaking Bad came out, so yeah. we're all very much. And I think like the first two season, the first season for sure has some very comedic moments. Whereas yeah, I feel does, like it does. yeah, it's it's yeah. um, it's that grace period before he becomes a bad person. It's a like, really obviously bad person. Um, yeah. I would say he's a bad person even from the pilot. Um, Stephanie moves, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, becomes worse. It, it it starts getting much more serious. Two and three, and four and five. But there's not much levity at all for, in the latter half of the series. Um, mm-hmm. but I had a salient point about. Oh, that was something I remember. You still watch it on a Monday. So we come out the states on a Sunday. Yeah, I'm and it would be hype. Breaking Bad, and I feel like it was Silicon Valley, maybe. Some other show that would be on a Sunday night. It was whatever show it was was comedy, and we have to like we'd watch um, the comedy first, and then watch Breaking Bad, and it would be it was, like it in, was, a, in a laughy mood, and it would seem really funny. But then once we so switched big. it, it was so big. I remember being one of the first shows on Netflix that like you got it the day after. Mm, yeah. Which like yeah 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 which which doesn't they still don't really kind of replicate today. Um, so they used to, they, they do, I think, with Better Call Saul, which, um, I won't yeah, that's I, never, as, I, never I never got to tell you, but I think that's as close as they'll get to with replicating the Breaking Bad success because it's just like more whiteheads getting together. Mm-hmm. Um, but in for that, we call ourselves good men, yes, pretty, pretty standard. Uh, but yeah, the episode, so writer Peter Gould, um, I looked, he, he'd written a couple of screenplays, um, for movies like the Double Dragon movie. Have you ever seen that? It's based on a video game. Yes. No, okay, yeah, he wrote the Double Dragon movie. And then he's only written Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul since. Um, he's an executive producer, executive producer, and um, he's written a few episodes for each season, but all he's done since um, Double Dragon, <laughs> or since Breaking Bad came out, is work on this. Um, which Have I you think seen is Double kind of Dragon? No, I haven't. It sounds hilarious, just from the title. It's, it's really, really funny. I'd advise okay. watching like a good, bad flicks on it or something. Ah, uh, savage, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just typical 90s splash. Uh, yeah, I, I got, just from the title, I got big, like, 90s Mortal Kombat vibes off it. Uh, much more, like, more Street Fighter. Oh, good. I'm looking, I want to watch, yeah, uh, what else? So, Tim Hunter was the director. He's, uh, like a lot of TV directors, pretty pro- prolific. Like, his his IMDb credits is just a laundry list of, like, prestige TV shows. Okay. A couple of movies, but nothing I recognize, but that doesn't mean much. Uh, but this is only Breaking Bad episode. Right. It's the only episode of Breaking Bad he's directed, and it's also the only episode of Bre- the only season finale that's not written by Vince Gilligan. Um, every other oh. season finale Vince Gilligan wrote himself. This one, he... it's it's a bit of a soft season finale, anyway. It is, yeah, quite flaccid. 
Yeah, it feels like the first episode of season eight should have been the finale. Like season one was cut short because of the writer's strike. It was supposed to be nine episodes for season wow. one and season okay. two. Okay. But the 2008 writer's strike happened, so they cut it to seven episodes. Right. Because, yeah, you're right. It doesn't like it. It doesn't. The end is very. Um, it's not even a good cliffhanger almost. It's just. It, it feels like there should be another episode afterwards. It really yeah. does. Um, which is you know, the, first season, the first episode of season two. Um, but yeah, that's like, well, I, I just look into the writer and the director each episode, yeah. get a bit of background on them, don't look too much at the rest of it, because a lot of the crew stays the same, like the same DOP and the same editor the whole way through the series, uh, yeah, whereas they can, change Which you can lot. tell, because it always mm. retains the style. Yeah, it has that, like, that classic Breaking Bad look that you know mm. and love. Um, excuse me. Uh, the title is a reference to the movie Fargo by the Coen brothers. Okay. Where a character asks for a no rough stuff type deal when he's having his wife kidnapped. Right. Um, and it's also like, I suppose it's what Walt is looking for. You know, he's kind of the whole season. And as the show goes on, he's like, he's looking for a businessman he can deal meth to. Uh, someone right. who he can just like deal with normally and isn't a crazy violent criminal. But I think they exist in the sure meth world. Can. Yeah, absolutely. And even the fact that like not recognizing he is a, um, he's a violent <laughs> criminal at this point, um, despite his best intentions. But we're so uh, you watched the episode. I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you took any notes. I took notes. I um, took some notes. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Because uh, we're just going to talk through the episode um, and share some insights, some opinions, okay. some treasured memories. You know, whatever kind of comes to mind as we go. And uh, yeah, uh, so it opens with the meth equals death on the. Um, uh, in the school meeting, and I, I wonder if that's going to have any bearing on the rest of the season. Gee, Willikers. I wonder. It, it wonder there. if that's foreshadowing. I know, right? Yeah. Did you pay attention to the color of the the panel? <laughs> I, I didn't, but was it by any chance blue? Uh, no, it was yellow and black, which I think uh. means something, but we're, I am consciously ignoring the colors here because that's been fucking talked to death in this show. And I think once you see it, mm. it it's too, it, not to say it's too obvious, but it's like, it turns the whole show into the uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen meme. Right. You know, much more so than like, yeah, the Lord of the Rings thing. You're just like, oh, that's what's going on here because of that color. And then, mm. Okay. It would still be as good if it was pink or whatever. Um, but yeah, I love in the, the PTA meeting just how like done with it Walt is. Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's clocked out. Yeah, absolutely. Just not paying attention. But the, um, the background chatter is really good. I noticed. Um, just as like as he's kind of fading out and he's following Skylar and you hear like everyone's still talking and like one of the mothers is like there should be strip searches you're like all right wow Jesus yeah it's a bit on the nose yeah. and I mean it's um it's good though because I mean um it was it was great to see Walt getting the finger and well Skylar getting Even, the finger he, yeah but it's like getting yeah. the taste yeah I guess yeah yeah he's getting he's getting the fanny yeah 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 um because yeah he's just his crying makes him. Very horny now, it seems. Yeah. Uh, even back from like episode one, after he kills those two guys, he goes straight home and right, like, gives Skylar the hardest he's ever given it to her. Yeah. She was she was expecting this another baby at the same time afterwards. So kind of meant <laughs> And it's funny as well because earlier in the in the first episode when she's giving him a hand job, he's like, Oh, what about the baby? It's like I, know, it, I tell you what, man, it, it, it crosses it crosses every that's oh, yeah? his mind. Yeah, okay. you're just like, what, what if? I haven't been there yet, but no, I've... It's, uh, yeah, it's horrifying. 
I'm pretty sure that was in Friends, though. It's in everything. Yeah, when like someone was talking to Joey about, there's no way your penis will touch the baby, and that's yeah, that, that makes sense. I'd be worried if it did, to be fair. Exactly. Yeah, because like they've got work. that crown in their head. Oh God, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> I don't think we want to go down this road. That might get edited out. Um, might just get edited out. So yeah. And then it just cuts them getting it on right by the cop car with the voiceover of Walter reading out the list of everything he stole. Okay. Uh, and then again, like, just just in case we didn't get what was going on when Skylar asked Walter why that was so good, it's just because it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, I picked up on that when he said that. No, no, actually, no shit, no? <laughs> yeah. I actually wrote in quotes because it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. So, fair play to him. Yeah. He got because, good. Uh, yeah. Um, and he's sharing. I, I think like there's a little bit of like just keep the sex analogy going. He's like putting the tip of his criminality in Skyler this episode. Sorry. Um, he's putting like he's putting the tip of his criminality in Skyler this episode. Or maybe he's like, yeah, because that conversation. We'll get to it at the end where he kind of tentatively, oh, what if I was doing crimes? Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was just the tip. Yeah. Yeah. Just the tip. Um. And then we have the credits, cut to Jesse selling his house. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, just very on the nose coming over the basement. Like, it brings us back to the second episode, I guess, the start of the series season. Um, but the line, imagine all the things you could do down here. I think, like, that's a bit of the subtle comedy in the show mm-hmm. at this point, where, like, it's not it's not afraid to, like, have a line or an English style. It's just, like, give you a little chuckle, uh, which I think is a nice nod. Um, and then, do-do-do, Jesse's moved into the RV. Because of his haunted toilet. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a very legitimate reaction there he has to that. Like, uh, I'm sure we'd all do the same. Yeah, if I flush someone down the toilet, I wouldn't be able to, to poop in it after either. Like, I feel like it would just change your relationship to it, with it, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's funny, it says that like two dudes flush down the toilet, which some people take to confirmation that. Um, Walter melted Crazy Eight. Does he ever really see what happens to his body? Right. But uh, I don't know. I think he burnt them. Just yeah, maybe for he flushed the bits I... down the toilet. Yeah. Well, they flushed Emilio's bits down the toilet. All right. Yeah. I have um... again. I haven't recap. I I watched just before our meeting. Yeah, that's I fair. quickly uh, YouTubed uh, season one recap. Oh no way! And there was one that was four minutes long. And it was, it felt like 20 minutes long. It was, it was a guy with really broken English. I'll send oh, it to no. you after this, actually. <laughs> it was kind of, even just trying to hear him say Albuquerque was quite uh, funny. It wasn't Man of Recaps then, though. No, I don't think no. so. Shout out Man of Recaps. If you don't want to watch a show, but you want to know what happens, he is your man. I, I that's, mean, how that's, that's how I get through talking about Game of Thrones with G-Gobshites is, is, is going, like, just, I'll just watch a recap if I don't care anymore. That's how I've been watching The Walking Dead for the last two years now. Like, oh my god, that's, yeah. that's, that's actually genius. Yeah, I let him I'm, watch it and he tells me what happened. It's great. Yeah, because I'm, t- like, I'm tempted to get back into Walking Dead a little bit because, okay. just because the first, two of the first three seasons are great. And yeah. anyway, no, here's a little nice circularity down the podcast. The Walking Dead is not good. No, said it in no. the first episode, saying it now again. I'll probably now have to say it every twice every season. Walking Dead yeah, is not a it. good show. Do it. Don't waste your time, guys. Watch Andrew Lincoln and Teachers if you want to be entertained. Yeah, um, or Abe Lincoln in Abe Lincoln versus Vampires. Have you ever ooh, seen that? No, I have not watched that yet. It's, Let's put that it's, uh, it's just more fascinating that it got made than anything. 
I think it hit the sweet spot of that like zombie vampire pop culture um Nexus that hit yeah just for a while like what didn't they do Pride and Prejudice and zombies around the same time I saw I won tickets to see that in the cinema and it was one of the worst things I ever saw in my life oh no shit that's a dis- that's kind of disappointing actually well it just dies straight into the story but like yeah they it was clearly just made for English people because Irish people aren't going to know what that fucking film is about yeah so, like, like, I, I didn't know what the actual core story of Pride and Prejudice is about so like no. yeah Pride, anyway. Pride and Prejudice is one of like several films I've been in the room while they're being watched where people in period clothes walk around all period, and talk. Clothes, all period dramas do that to me I switch off immediately <laughs> I can't tell one from the other like not a chance um, I kind of paid attention to Bridgerton sorry I won't lie uh, but I don't think that counts yeah but because it has black people in it it's, it's a weird fantasy world yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's a great. quality it's in it makes it like refreshing and it's like it's cool it is. Yeah, yeah it's like oh, I'll watch this there's something going on here yeah absolutely um, yeah it's fair play Shonda appreciate it um, actually tried to get Shonda Rhimes for this episode of the podcast but she was <laughs> busy recording uh, Better Call Saul so yeah. that, that show was really putting a dent in my guest roster to be fair um, so after yeah Jesse explained Jesse's and what, so yeah what comes to visit Jesse in the RV and he tells him all about last episode where he made a deal with Tuco to sell him two pounds a month a week. Um, so like after you remember he put he put Jesse in the hospital um, after he approached him. Vaguely. Yeah, beat him up with a sack of cash. Um, and then he's like, I'm like, yeah, Walter has that like, oh, we made a deal. It's okay. Uh, it's like he thinks it's a regular businessman uh, rather than <laughs> insane ass clown dead eyed killer as Jesse mm-hmm. correctly calls him. Like, I think, like, there's plenty of times where Jesse is right and tells Walter, like, what's what, but Walter won't listen because he never listens to Jesse. Yeah. No respect for him. Um, and, again, like, we like when he explains about the Smurfs, that's it again. Like, Walter doesn't know where the pseudo comes from. He doesn't understand Smurfs. And there's a bit of that explaining to the audience as well, but also, like, yeah, it's just, like, Jesse, expo- like, well, the note I have, Jesse educates Walter for a change. Um, we see, again, how Lily knows about the drug trade. So, like, he may be book smart, but he's not street smart. Um, So they come up with the the methylamine plan, and Walt and Skylar meet with his oncologist. Skylar's very excited to tell him they're having sex. Yeah, I could feel the cringe Mm. after that. Yeah. Um, It's funny as well, because they don't often do this in Breaking Bad. Tricky in the first two seasons. They don't have many, like, superfluous scenes. Um, There's, like, there's that infamous scene in season three when Skylar sings... Um, happy birthday, Mr. President, to her boss. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they've like, they've nothing, this is like the closest to that, I think, in season two. Can I, um, can I interject with, yeah. potentially, I don't know, I'm, I'm out of Interject I don't, away, man. I, I, don't, is... I don't follow Breaking Bad on Reddit or anything, so I don't know if this is commonly said, but if there was one bad thing about the show that's only dawned me watching it now, mm. is the female characters are not best written. Nope. Not okay. at all. That's I don't know how much it's. I don't know if it is. It's a. It's a common thought in this podcast, anyway. It's okay. something I noticed on the rewatch. It's something everyone's kind of picked up on. Yeah, um, they've all got very mundane, like mm-hmm. uh, shitty issues, in comparison to the vibes. Yes, and particularly if you look at Jesse's girlfriends, um, Jane and yeah, 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 yeah. Maria. Was, was, yeah, they, yeah. They just get fridged. They're only there to be. Yeah, they're and that's all Jane is there for. And that's all the other woman whose name I cannot remember for the life of me. Uh, even well. even Walter's wife, like mm, for Skylar. a couple of seasons, it's just her job to just be 
like, and it's not a word I use very often, but just a bitch. It's yeah. just how they've written it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. The, sis- the sisters like something out of Sex in the City with the mm-hmm. with, with yeah, the, very with, shallow. And yeah. on the there's only so there's two writing teams for Breaking Bad. Um, first season, first two seasons, and then three, four, and five. Two different writing teams. One woman features on each of the teams. Right. It's very male heavy production. Uh, yeah, very white, and I think it, it, it does like even though the show is very recent, it dates it. Yeah, it, it no, it it really does because yeah. I didn't cop onto that when I watched it. You know, I'm gonna keep saying it ten years ago. Mm. I didn't cop onto it then. Me neither. No, um, I was like, I thought Skyler was the worst. Thought she was such a bitch. Yeah, um, I mean, this is back in a day where we all thought Dexter was like the best thing in the world. So it's like, yeah, exactly. We had very times. we had different times, different standards. We, we were, were naive. just boys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we didn't get the world as it is. And I think, like, yeah, that's the world's language, but it's they're certainly different now. And yeah, it's it's interesting to pick up on that and see different uh, that kind of context. Even like the way that Walter and like Skyler and their family, like I said this to Neve, but like they would definitely be the kind of back the blue Americans. Oh yeah, like hundred percent. Like <laughs> probably vote for, but probably vote for Joe Biden, um, but not Hillary Clinton. <laughs> You know, uh, somebody pointed that out to me a while ago. Is that like, if if you needed the Simpsons officially ruined for you, is like Homer would be full on QAnon. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. It's part of the trouble with the King of the Hill revival as well. Is what to do with Dale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dale would be yeah, serious Pizzagate head. Um, if if when they, I think they're trying to bring that back, which would be amazing. On that subject, again, interject with something completely off topic, but it's a question I need to ask you. Have you seen The Hunt yet? No, I have not. Dude, fucking please watch that. I'm dying to really? talk to somebody about it. It's okay. so good. I really, it, really, I can see why it caused so much controversy. Because, oh, yeah. Like, well, the, the, I think the initial, like, shelved, it was shelved and then brought back. Um, but I think the initial shelving wasn't even a controversy thing. It was just like, I don't think this would be good. But then they saw their opportunity. Yeah when like the the culture war really kicked off yeah um okay the hunt um i figure that i i would like to do a, a double feature between the hunt and what's that daily wire movie um have you seen that one it's about oh. like uh it's a girl her dad's a marine sniper and some school shooters take over the school but she fights back oh my with God. the help of her dad oh yeah it's it's not it wasn't produced by them but it's being distributed by the daily wire so it's that kind of oh i have heard it it's, doesn't it star your one who got kicked off it does the... not star the lady who got kicked off um mandalorian star War- mandalorian uh, or well, just fired by disney she wasn't kicked off mandalorian they finished the series. No, she was I, just think, fired I by think disney. she might be a producer on it or some shit like she that. is going to make movies with the daily wire now is what she wants to do because they're, they're they're doing movies Okay. Ben Shapiro's dream is coming through. He's going to make movies. Uh, Run, Hide, Fight is the uh, is the movie. Okay, I, yeah. I remember I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds awful. Um, but yeah, back to Breaking Bad. Sorry, uh, sorry. No, no. I'm going to apologize to the whole audience for making the picture Ben Shapiro just there. Um, sorry, he's gross. Uh, but yeah, Skyler at the oncologist. Wait, only point of this scene then is the when Skyler mentions the holistic treatment or whatever. Yeah. So Walter gets the idea and I was like, oh, I can use that as an excuse to go do drug trade. So Thanks. is this the, where he starts using lies to his benefit to get out of shit or does the start? No, he's up? lying from the start. Um, and it's, he's, this is where he's getting better at lying and he's preparing them more, I think. And, uh, cause there's a whole thing with Walt's lies where like sometimes he has terrible lies when he's unprepared and it's like, 
a million miles from the truth. Other times he's real convincing in his lie because um, he's able to kind of, like obviously he's prepared it and he's fitted into like a real story that is creating. So like, yeah, instead of the sweat lodge, he's going to steal methylamine with Jesse and cook yeah. some meth. But this is, no, he's been, he's been lying. He's been gaslighting Skylar for months now at this stage, I think. Okay. Um, or at least weeks. Um, I'm not sure the time. But like, yeah, he gets much worse at it. And by worse at it, I mean like does it more and more. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's quite good at it. Yeah, he's quite he's very practiced at it by now. Like at the beginning he's not as as practiced, but now he's really gotten his his life stick down and like, yeah, I can totally lead a double life. I don't need to to tell my partner about I don't need to be honest with my partner, that's for chumps. Yeah. Um then cut to the junkyard for the drug deal. Um so I just have my note, Walter still doesn't get the drug trade. And they look very silly. It's it's nice. It's they kind of like saying the comedy, they're not afraid to have a funny shot of like Walter so fish out of water, I guess, is yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the trope they're playing with, I guess, in this season. So, yeah, that's at the... Is this, sorry, the, that's the first scene, isn't it, where they meet... It's the, the first time they meet Tuco in the junkyard, yeah. Um, and, yeah, just very, very funny. Uh, even Jesse even Jesse looks stupid with his sunglasses. Like, <laughs> Man, you know, it really catches me off guard, the sheer size of his head. It's so shockingly big. I've like, never noticed this one. If you never know, now I've ruined it for you now because wait till you see, like, okay. he has the biggest fucking light bulb head I've ever seen on a, like, an, like a Hollywood grade actor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just picturing like different posters of, he always looks kind of, he, like he's kind of leaned in towards camera. Oh, yeah, he knows it. He knows yeah, it. Yeah. But he's, got, he's a... got, yeah, he's got a big Goku head on him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, actually, I'm looking at a picture of him now and, yeah, he looks like a fucking match. Yeah. In baggy clothes. <laughs> great actor. Great actor. Oh, Aaron great Paul, actor. brilliant. Oh, uh, 100%. Great actor. He has to do more stuff. But um, massive head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see it now. Shined. And because Hal's got, or Hal, like, Brian Cranston's got good proportions. So I think it stands out even more. Because the way he's wearing, like, that, the beanie and the wrapper yeah, yeah, and yeah. sunglasses just don't help. They just round out the size help. of his head. It doesn't yeah. help it at all. They do him no favours. Um... And yeah, Jesse explains very practically to Walter why this is a terrible idea. Um, which again, like speaking from experience, totally makes sense. Like the one, I remember buying weed off this guy who was like, he was not cool, um, is how I would describe him politely. And I was like, I'm meeting you in public. I am not going to your house. I'm not going to anywhere private with you. I would make sure there's at least three cameras on on my interaction with you because you are not cool. Yeah. Um, Whereas Walter's like, oh, drug deal, secret, you know, somewhere they can kill me and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Which is just, well, I mean, it could also be a nod to like later on when they have all their desert meetings. Oh, you're, you're damn right. Mm. Um, then Tuco shows up and just reinforces Jesse's point to him. Yeah, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good. It was very good. Uh, he's like, oh, I could just fucking murder you if I wanted. Okay, he could. Um, and yet, yeah, then even yeah, when Tuco when when Walter's like, I want to borrow the money off you, and Tuco's like, yeah, twenty five percent bick or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesse has to explain what that means to Walter. Like he hasn't a clue. Yeah, about the criminal world. Um, it's just shown, but he's uh, he'll he'll adapt as we as the show goes on. He adapts pretty fucking well. Um, and then yeah, um, Tuco agrees to give him the loan so they can cook more meth so they don't have enough this time. And it's a real power move from Tuco. He just dumps the money out on the um the ground. 
Yeah. Like real classic bully shit. Like, yeah, here, have the thing, but you got to pick it up. Um, which I quite enjoy. I think Tuco's great. I can see why they brought him back at the start of Better Call Saul. Like, he's just so much fun, that character. Yeah, he's, re- he's really, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then they're, Jesse and Walter are discussing what they're going to do. Um, and as um, Walter Borg's the problem, I think is the, the, the phrase I have here. So, like, Eddie points it out at the very start. Um, and it's so true as you watch it going on. Like, Walter, like, when, if he's unfamiliar with something or he has a problem, he just figures it out. He, yeah. he's, he's, like a, an, he's like the Terminator or something. Like, he just works his way around. It's like, okay, we can't get pseudofedrine. Fine, we'll do methylamine. There's a different way to cook it. How much of that have you? I'm sure you've looked it up in the past. How much of the show is kind of on point on what you could do, or is it make believe? So it's a lot of it is heightened for TV. Um, yeah, even like like for example with the methylamine, um, you can totally do it. Use you can cook meth by using methylamine, but it's not so hard to come by. It's actually really easy to make. Okay. Um, that's good. It's good to know. Yeah, it's. Super easy. I was looking this up earlier for for our yes yeah science section. Sure. Um, but it's yeah. So, but again, like for this for the sake of the show, um, it's a good plot point to have them have to steal a big barrel of the stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I yeah. Agree. Rather than just like, oh, we'll show you Monty the Mickey. Like me and Kevin talked about this in the last episode with the Mercury Fulminate. Okay. Um, when Walter confronts Tuco and blows the place up, like that is, it's it's like the science is not hundred percent accurate. But it's accurate enough for the layman, and it looks great on screen, and it, it all does. sounds great, and it all works. And this is like, oh, this is all well, getting around the problem. Um, the scene was great of them yeah. breaking in. Sorry, my dog's about yeah. to go ballistic. Quiet. Oh, that's okay. Hey, squits. Squits. Quiet. Right. All good. Um. Oh, we got to do. Oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, I was looking up how to to make methylamine. Where's <laughs> <laughs> um, that history? But yeah, it's just, oh, the FBI are like, listen to every episode of the podcast now, because uh, I, I, like I said, just do, do a bit of research while I'm watching it. Uh, but yeah, you just bubble ammonia gas through methanol, and then you can make methylene. You dehydrate it with silica gel. So it's all like easily bought things. So they could have just made it. Um, but again, not so interesting. Um, and yeah, a Jesse suggestion that like, I'm just going to fucking move to Oregon. Like, he absolutely should. Yeah, probably. Just just take your just take your thirty grand and move to Oregon, Jesse. Your life will be much better for it. Because um, even like when Walter says like this is the first day of the rest of your life, the rest of Jesse's life is awful. Yeah, he I ends know. up a slave to Nazis for almost a year. Like, but it makes good television. It makes amazing television. You're right. Yeah. If I suppose, though, I think I probably would have watched a show where Jesse just lives in Oregon, getting into hijinks. Like, yeah, that would be yeah. a good little sitcom, you know. Or the night um, is young. If the night is young, yeah, maybe we'll get there. Uh, Aaron, give me a shout. We'll 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 game this one out. Vince, you can be involved. Yeah, you can clash heads. <laughs> um, you said I got a big head. No, you got a perfect size head. You got probably the most normal size head out of everybody in our group. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. No bother. Means a lot. Um, so then Walter gives Jesse a shopping list, mm-hmm. and it's to the baby. It cuts to the baby shower. So about a week later, I guess, from the oncology appointment. Like that matters. Um, and my note here is just, what is that dress, Marie? Um, like, she looks hot, she looks good, Betsy Brandt, very good looking woman, but it's very inappropriate for the, for the, for the party, I think. Yeah, like it's, I, it's didn't, all... I didn't cop onto it. 
yeah, as it's almost like um, in episode five when um, Walter and Skylar go to his friend Elliot's birthday party and Skylar's wearing like a fucking prom dress. Oh, right. Because it's all she has. Whereas Marie can afford new stuff or steal it. Um, but I think it is kind of good. Well, I say kind of good. Like what you're like, what we're, all, we're getting like Marie being like unbalanced out of it more than anything else. If you get me yeah. like, she's very much like acting not 100% inappropriate, but just on the verge of it. Um, which I guess kind of sets up the the ceiling but it's like said about the female characters being so one note and shallow like they never really dive into what's going on with marie and it's kind of just left there like oh marie's crazy she has like an enabling psychologist and she steals and she acts a bit weird sometimes but that that's it like it's not it's uh. yeah it's just very shallow very shallow characterization um then walter leaves behind a message for his daughter from beyond the grave Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was lovely. And I, it's such a good turn from uh, Brian Cranston again, like where it starts like, oh, come on, Walter, what's your message for Holly? And like, you can see him like going through the thought process of like, oh, this may be how my daughter gets to know me. Yeah. Like no one else cops it until like, yeah, he gets into the, it gets all serious stuff. But yeah, just so good from Brian Cranston. So good. I think like whatever foibles the show has, he more than makes up for them. Mm. Absolutely. I papers over every single crack and I think like uh, like regular listeners of the pod will know this uh, but um, original suggestions for Walter White John Cusack and Ferris Bueller oh yeah I mean uh, he would have fucked it Matthew yeah. Roderick Matthew Roderick would have been terrible he would have he would have fucking Inspector Gadget the shit yeah. out of it but um, John Cusack I feel like John Cusack would have been much more of a comedy like, I don't know. Have you I seen the know. Have you seen the Beach Boys movie he's in? He's excellent. No. no oh, dude. Okay. He, he, yeah. Uh, I, I forget what it's called, but he he plays um Brian. Uh, oh, it's, I'll leave him. You know, sorry, my that's that, good. one tiny whiskey I've had. It's the first thing I've had like that in weeks. So I'm just like, no, <laughs> I won't. Hope back. you're not up early in the morning. But yeah. No, um, he might he might have done a good. But obviously, Brian Cranston's yeah. just the best choice. Yeah, so good. Um, and like, yeah, Vince Gilligan always wanted him to be it, but uh. Yeah, I don't know, because John Cusack in my head is always going to be the um, the gross point blank kind of 90s. What was that movie he was in with Jack Black? High Fidelity. Uh, high Fidelity kind of, um, kind of person. High Fidelity, very, very seminal movie for Teenage Tommy, if you could believe it. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, oh, absolutely great, yeah. Me and John Warren um, used to watch it on DVD the whole time. Nice. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice when movies like a comfort blanket almost sometimes. Um yeah. And then, so yeah, Walter leaves the message from Beyond the Grave for his daughter. Skylar has her Eric Cartman moment, where she's opening all the presents in front of everybody. Um, I wonder if that's an American thing. Because Elliot does it in season five, in episode five as well, where everyone has to gather around while he opens the presents. Or is that a normal baby shower thing? I've never had one. That's kind of a normal baby shower thing. Okay, fair enough. I guess so. Never mind. Apologies. Um, we didn't, I don't think, but I think okay. it's pretty standard. Anyway. I think it's just an American thing, if any, or a TV thing, maybe, because like they always have a purpose. Like you know, when Elliot dates, like but, yeah, but see, Americans, the Americans aren't mortified like us to either be the giver or receiver of gifts. That's so true. Like, so they, <laughs> they, they just they'll just open it up and like put on a brave face. But with us, it's just like right. first thing I can't do. think of anything more mortifying than giving somebody yeah. a gift. It's like I don't want to sit and watch them watch it. First thing an Irish person doesn't get a gift is hide it. Yeah, hide it. We'll open that next week. Yeah, but no one can see. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, then Hank and Walter escape outside for some guy time, um, which is nice. And I think, like, and he's not in this episode much, but Hank really comes across as just such a sound guy um, on a rewatch. Yeah. He's yeah. Just, yeah, he's just really nice. Like, really nice to his brother-in-law. He seems like one of our dads. I just can't think which one it is. But, yeah, he does. He has that, just that, like, it's just a lad vibe. Just a Tony lad Murray. Vibe. No. Tony Murray, honestly, would probably fall more into uh, uh, Walter White category. Not on fucking sneaky bastard drug dealer, but just on initially the best intentions mm. and would do anything and has done everything. Yeah, maybe. For his family. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I suppose that comes from knowing him and all that. But I think on a surface level, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. Just fair. I like that, but like I think because he has that same easygoing way Hank does. Like imagine Hank get on with anyone. Mm. Like even when Hank's busting people, he's probably like, "Ah, you fucking knucklehead." Yeah. Um, which we see in season two, I guess. Well, not your knucklehead, you you scumbag junkie. But anyway, um, well yeah, just nice guy time. And then <laughs> Walt equivocates the um Cuban American trade embargo with his meth cooking and oh, murder. Yeah. Like yeah. Walter. Cuban cigars are not illegal for the same reason methods. It's not the same thing at all. And you killed two people and melted their bodies. Yeah. You, well, you have to try and justify your actions somehow. We all do that. I, yeah, we yeah, all just, do that. He's like, oh, this... I love, but he's totally glossing over the, like, killed two people and melted their bodies. Yeah. Crap bit of his little, like... No, but, like, but, yeah, but... but meth project. might be legal someday. Like, no, it shouldn't be. It was terrible. It still is. Like, it's so funny because, like, you know, you like juxtapose pretty bad with weeds. Um, and even in weeds, like, Mary Louise Parker's character gets pretty deep into criminality, as you would, like, between yeah. anything black market. But it's just like, Walter, it's fucking meth. It's one of the worst drugs imaginable. Yeah, it, it does is. terrible it's... things to people. Yeah. No, and he's like, fair. I'm just selling a product. This is people, either there's a demand and I'm filling it. Again, we all have to make we all have to make justifications for our awful jobs. Yeah, you know, if I had a job, I probably would too. You're a podcaster. That's not a job. It's a hobby. Not with that attitude. You need to manifest these things. Um. So guy time, meth cooking, and then yeah, what lies like a boss to his wife, saying he's going to the sweat <laughs> like lodge. A boss. <laughs> like a fucking boss, just water off a duck's back. It's like, oh yeah, I will. Like, he's even going to the effort of, like, looking up the sweat lines. That's for, like, committing to the bit. Yeah. You know, like, there's this thing when you're lying, like, if you're going to lie, you got to believe it. you got to believe it's so it. hard that it's real. Yeah. Yeah. And he does. He, he commits to his deception very hard. Because uh, he, he does it a lot in season two as well, where he's, like, random, see you later, Skylers. Um, yeah, he's doing a good job of creating his double life here. Um, and then he goes to meet Jesse. Where he's, he's, yeah. he's done all the buying, which, like, where does he get all this stuff? Um, the the hydrogen, you can get that, you know, just for in, in a fuel supplier. So, yeah. fair enough. But, like, some of it's like the, the um, what's it called? The baking chamber they have. Yeah, like, no, I, like, you got, it, there was a writer's strike. You got to let a few things slide, I think. Yeah, yeah, heads. fair, fair. Yeah. I, I tried to buy some of this stuff online, and I got a call from the FBI, like, straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just rang me. My phone rang and just said FBI. Um, said Tom, don't do it. Yeah, we've all been there. So I didn't do it. Um, then 
Yeah, did Walter make Jesse pay for everything? Or is that the money they borrowed for two? Yeah, I, I thought that earlier on. Didn't he make him use his side of the cut? I think he did, because that happens later where he makes Jesse pay for stuff. Walter never spends his money if he can avoid it. He's always making um, Jesse pay for it. Because he's beneath him. It's beneath, yeah, and Jesse's his, his slave, basically. Can't get away from the old slave trade, our Jess. No, no, that's true. Yeah, he's a metaphorical slave for four, four and a half seasons, and then for like three episodes, literally a slave. Is it just because he's a beta then? Yeah, he's a total beta cook, and Walt alphas him. Yeah. Walt's, uh, the, Walt's the Joe Rogan. Yeah, and... Jesse is the other guy on that podcast. I'm sure there's another one of them. Yeah. Um, and then would that make Hank a Sigma male then? I don't, I've never heard that phrase before. You haven't heard of the Sigma male, Jack? Oh, okay. The uh, Sigma I'm not, stands... I'm not, on, I'm not on incel Reddit. It's a great place. Um, yeah, the Sigma. It's a great one. Google it, guys. Go down that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, Jake Move makes Jesse pay for everything. Um, then, yeah, when they steal the methylamine... Well, it's like, why not do it ourselves? We'll make some thermite. Like, thermite, I don't know, if you've ever watched Mythbusters, thermite will burn through fucking anything if you have enough of this. It's good. And okay. it's super easy to make. Right. It's a metal powder and a metal oxide, and it can be any of a variety of them. And uh, yeah, introduce heat to that and massive exothermic reaction. Okay. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, like, you can make it at home if you wanted. On the cheap. On the Don't easy. Think. Yeah. Um... And it's just cool to see it. Like, I think if you ever watch Mythbusters, you know what it is. So you're like, oh, cool. There might. It's a good idea. Um, then Skylar goes to return the tiara and is accused of the theft. Then, which that, um, I looked up that jewelry store guy because he's just great. The actor yeah. he plays. He plays a perfect, like, power hungry little bastard. We all know them. Yeah, he's a great case. He's in loads of stuff. He's a character actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good, really cool. And then the... I intend on pressing charges. Of course I intend on pressing charges. My daughter-in-law will say you stole it. It's like, oh, you dick. Um, and then yet Skylar uses her pregnancy to escape. Yeah. Fair play, good move. A bit overdramatic, I think, with the breathing. Like, either of those guys have... Lad, honestly, like, sorry. But yeah. it's just a word of advice. Ever since my partner was pregnant, we've been using it as an excuse for everything, even though she hasn't had a baby in over a year. <laughs> is that, like, if we need, if we need, like, we've learned that if you need, like, your, uh, let's say the boiler needs to be immediately fixed, right? You're yeah. back of the line unless you're special, like, unless you have some sort of, we're like, oh yeah, partner's pregnant, and we're like, right, we'll be there right away. Amazing, yeah. okay. We use it for everything. Oh, I'm gonna start telling people I'm pregnant. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Well, they won't be, like, I, I kind of look it, and they also won't be able to, to, I could just be, you know, reassigned. That's it. Yeah. yeah. They they the, the, the pregnant man emoji is coming out soon, I think. Huh? The pregnant man emoji is going to hit the yes. WhatsApp soon. Uh, yes. Yeah, I shared that earlier on. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's where I saw uh, that. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Yeah. So we've, we've yeah, we've got to be very, very careful. Well, it is, like, sorry, well, not, not, to, be, not no. to be that guy, but it is, it is called, um, Nowadays in hospitals, it is actually called pregnant women and pregnant people. Yeah, I think that's very fair. Yeah. Pregnant people is good because, like, it's not only women who get pregnant. No, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice. It, I think it's really good that the world is becoming more inclusive and understanding of people other than us. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah it's just a shame my village still doesn't really like black people. It makes it <laughs> awkward for me, but uh, at, least, it's not at cool least it makes sense to the pregnant people. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Jack, I feel your pain. There's only like two vegan options in Kilkenny for me to eat out at. Yes, man, that's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. 
provincial town problems. That's the exact same thing. So, no, your village will get there, and so will Kilkenny. Yeah. Um. So then, Walton Jesse. Oh yeah. So cut to Walton Jesse being an E. Sure. Um, at the chemical plant, just getting ready to break and enter that that shit. Um, Walter is the hilariously goofy ski masks, which again, I don't think they do that well. I guess like you know, season five, what that like Nazis show up in the baby's bedroom and ski masks. Yeah. So like they, they wouldn't do that past season two. They wouldn't have the the silly ski masks. No, because um, it's not it's, it's not really a comedy after season. Two, After season it? two, no, it's not as funny at all. Like they drop the the kind of comedic elements and go full hard, like serious, dark drama storytelling. Um, do you think that was sorry? Do you think that was just them because it fitted the story, or because they were like because two thousand and eight and stuff was such a huge time mm. for comedy? Like it ruled, like Judd Apatow ruled. Yeah, the world. true. And do you think that was just them allowing themselves to come out of that trend? Because I'm sure that was an FX thing at the time, just like make it a black comedy. Yeah, well, it was AMC produced it, but I think it's what I think it is is they're kind of leaning into the comedic elements of it, which is like the fish out of water thing. Yeah, the, well, it like, was marketed as a comedy. I specifically yeah, remember. Yeah, it, it came across as that a lot, and the, the the dark humor of the situation. Yeah, um, like it's very funny that this like you know like one day the chemistry teacher decides to cook some meth, the next day he's flushing body parts down the toilet. Like that's yeah. it's kind of funny. It is kind of uh, it's horrific or funny. So I think maybe there is an element of that, like you say, like comedy works like like characters like Badger. Like he's straight out of a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. Like Badger would be the meth head in um, Pineapple Express if there was a meth head in Pineapple Express. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- but then I, f- I wonder, like, but maybe I suppose because the show, like the subject matter gets a lot more serious once they get in season three. Um, or maybe they just got more control and were able to like lean away from it. But yeah, it's 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 a good question. Um, I hadn't thought about it that way that like comedy just reigned so supreme. I just thought they were kind of leaning into the um the yeah the the comedy of the situations and letting it go. Because even like later on in this episode when the the open house is going on while they're cooking meth in the basement is very sitcommy. Yeah, app just pure sitcom setup. They don't really use it, but it's yeah very much. Yeah, it was um, kind of a wasted thing. It like it, it totally. set a lot more tension up with that, and it was yeah. literally just him shouting at some stranger. Uh, was... Walt does give that little girl nightmares for a long time. Okay. And she opens the basement door, and there's just a man in a gas mask. <laughs> and closes the door on her like that would fucking traumatize a child, I think. Um, back to back to where we're at. The security guards took go take a shit, uh, and Jesse makes a really smart move tying him up in there. Yeah, I just great. thought it was planned until I watched it again. In my head, it's always like they planned, like they put something in his food to make him need to shit or whatever. But that was very <laughs> smart move, Jesse, tying him in there. Yeah, it's my yeah. favorite scene in the episode. The whole breaking in thing. Yeah, just I, just thought, I thought it was. I I I do enjoy the fact that they're both kind of smart klutzes. Like they're yes. Like yeah, it's, it's it's like anybody in that situation is no matter how much you'd have it rehearsed, you're still going to be a gaudy gobshite like going yeah, into yeah. it. I know totally, and like yeah, and I think like even thinking about in terms of like season finales, I think if they'd hyped hyped up, but like the heist is kind of it, isn't it? It's yeah, the big moment then, of the yeah, season, but yeah, yeah. Well, you need to have some sort of death in the end of a season of Breaking Bad, like it needs to. Mm. The, but but it just 
yeah, we're, I'm I'm sure we'll come to the end because we'll get there. Yeah, you have to, but um, yeah, it's uh, well, we don't have to. We can stay podcasting forever if you want. I I I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jack. I'll let you. Yeah, we won't we won't go, go forever. Um, no, like just like break. Well, not like Breaking Bad, but all good things must come to an end, and someday Better Call Saul will end with uh, Walter. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's, this is the last season office. after his oh, big, yeah? big old health scare. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Bob Odenkirk can't keep pretending to be young. Be, can't pretend to be 42. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after the heart attack. That's fair. I think if you're having a heart, heart attack at work, it's time to look at what you're doing. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, sorry to be, but I've been a massive Odenkirk fan since, like, Mr. Show and Tim yeah. and and oh, he's stop. always just been like the hardest working dude. Long before mm. he got any acting gigs, just as a producer. Okay. He's just nonstop. He's he, and he's like he's done such good things for comedy, but like just through his work alone. Yeah. He's got yeah, the best ethic to... of of I think any Hollywood person I've ever seen. Okay. Cool. Yeah. The the goofy um high school and even that like like so real they forget that the barrel rolls and there's such a panic. The alarm's going off. Just grab it. Like you totally wouldn't thinking like it was roll it you yeah. might just grab it and then that that shot of them like carrying it past the security guard tied up in the border caps it's just very funny <laughs> yeah i did like that great little shot and again it's just like again it's almost like a sitcom almost but not quite like i think well i guess yeah i mean if, if it hadn't leaned in if it had leaned into the comedy it wouldn't have been as good a show like something like the soprano can get away with being hilarious yeah yeah because i mean it's it's uh, it, yeah, it's a cultural thing with them because Italians and Irish are just generally. Yeah, we're, we, we take the big black. Yeah. Yeah. And I think The Wire also, I think, gets about being funny, but that's like, you know, real life is kind of humorous, but anyway. Um, the, so, yeah, the Panagrams Trust, the RV craps out in them again when they go to do their cooking in the desert. So they set up mm-hmm. in Jesse's basement on open house day. Yeah. The fucking um, Curb Your Enthusiasm theme starts playing. As that was the Curb the flag. Enthusiasm theme? No, that wasn't. Yeah, have you never, never seen that show? I t- Same as the opens with... I have been saying random South Park quotes to myself for a while now. Louise is getting very concerned. I mean, it's a great show. It's a brilliant show. Um, well, it was. Um, well, it's, well, I still think so. I like the vaccine specials. I hated them. Oh, I thought they're great. Randy jerking it on all the weed. Um, back to back to the Breaking Bad. So, yeah, set up an uh, open house day. The open house people are here. Okay. Walter, like I said already, Walter gives that little girl nightmares for years to come. I think, um, just like the monster in the basement kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. And yeah, kind of like say, like a bit of a wasted, wasted plot point. Like not much. Well, I suppose like it makes like how do you get out of this? Jess just says, "I'm not signing the house anymore." Everyone get out. In with American seasons, the first season gets away with murder for Mm. a lower quality. Like if you look at The Office, if you look at Parks and Rec, like it's just yeah, it it makes sense if it's not as strong as the rest of them. It's finding its feet and it's yeah, that's true. And there, like I said, there was a writer strike Mm -hmm. at the time. And it's almost yeah, it's a bit like that. I suppose it's also at the point where they know they're getting a second season, I think, is when you can see a show start to, like, relax a bit almost. Yeah, yeah, I get you. 
Because, um, like, pilots have to be pilots. Like, they're always tight, always sell it. And then if, like, like that, the office, like, oh, you get season two, they announce it halfway through. So, like, all right, cool. We don't have to, like, we know we'll be back. So it's okay to, to faff around a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, then Skylar confronts Marie about her shoplifting while Marie is out shoplifting. Yes. Yep. Um, Great and... character fighting for a woman in the show. Yeah. Yeah, shopping. no, it's good. Shopping. She's shopping. What else? Shopping. She's a, not just shopping. Things. She's addicted to things. Yeah, yeah. She's got to have them. Um, and yeah, just like, again, it goes nowhere. Like, I remember like in the first watch thinking this would actually go somewhere, but this plot point goes absolutely oh, it doesn't nowhere. Have, it doesn't go, oh, okay. I thought, I, I can't nope. remember, but like I was expecting it to be like uh, put on the Matrix heist music and like she goes in to get meth from somewhere or something. Then, like, <laughs> she's so good at stealing. Yeah, yeah, she's going to have to <laughs> shop. And like, yeah, just her kind of. It just shows that Maria is crazy. She's a crazy woman. And if there's anything I've learned from watching Breaking Bad, all women are crazy. Oh, it's crazy. And Skylar is uptight. Yeah, I'm yeah. crazy. I'm uptight. We're sisters. <laughs> the two types of women, uptight and crazy. Am I right? <laughs> I love you, boo. Um, so then, what, uh, what happens next? Uh, Jesse's house smells like cat piss. Again, just another funny little moment when the, uh, the lady with the short hair is sniffing. She's like, yeah. Yeah, the real estate agents. Right? Again, it, it feels like the, the bare bit of comedy they milk out with that brilliant setup. Um, yeah, should have been a Modern Family episode, you know? They do enough, <laughs> yeah. I get you. Modern Family with Luke and Manny cooking meth in the basement. One of Phil's open houses. Then, do-do-do, kicks everyone out. Yeah, Jesse clears it up, just kicks everyone out, plain and simple. Walter gets home from his sweat lodge experience. Um, Skylar is so kind to him. She's so nice, so lovely and supportive. Yes. I think. Um, when she's not being a a a dour dour woman, she's being very lovely, very supportive of her husband who does yeah. not deserve it. Uh, um, that's that's actually my note here. Walt doesn't deserve her. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I don't. Know, I, th- I think like I think by the end of the seasons, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. He fucks things up royally. Oh, I think even at this point, um, he yeah. doesn't like. There's a lot in season, in, in this season. Like even I think like when he makes the big speech in episode five about not getting treatment, not not going with his cancer treatment because he wants to finally have some control over his life and he's had to settle and be like pushed yeah. around by the world since. It's like does that include marrying this woman who you think you love and children with? You know, like I don't feel like I was pushed around into a life with my partner. Mm. You know, I feel like. And it's just, it's just, it's a weird outlook for Walter to have. That like, but everybody handles grief differently, and cancer is mm. a bitch. And, it is true. You know, it's gonna yeah. handle people in in different ways, in different manners. Yeah, that's fair. You're right. Um, not my place to judge, really, until I'm fifty with uh, in Walter. Because I mean, obviously, obviously, him acting out. Mm. Is is the whole creating meth anyway? I mean, it's when it becomes more than just money. When it becomes a power thing, that's when it is lost control. Mm. But when it's like the whole first season is money. Yeah, he only made thirty grand by the end of the first season. So, you know, it does seem to be a way of him rebelling and acting out. And yeah, and it's why kinda... I've always felt the first half of the whole show, mm. he was quite justified in his behind the scenes shenanigans. Okay, because I mean, like. 
you can't just tell your missus straight off the cuff that I'm 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 going to my ex student's house to make meth. Nope. You've got to you've got to say some fibs. You gotta you gotta ease him into that. Yeah. yeah. So I said about he's putting the crime tip into uh Skyler, um mm. in this scene here in fact. But um so that like it's something I picked up on the rewatch and it's it's still apparent now is that like it's not for Walter this isn't so much about making like providing for his family like he keeps saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. it's about like getting what he's due because he's sold out on Grey Matter. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, he gets off on the crime and the power and everything else in it. Like at the start of this episode, you know, he's getting real horny because he's getting away with crime. But that's the thing, he's 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 you're you're never that's exactly my point, is that you're never too old to act out. Nope. And I think this is this is uh this is him now taking all of those chances and risks he never took before in the past. He's 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 stockpiling them. He's put them all into oh. one go before he dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a it's a big old um big old act out from Walter. Yeah. Um bombing that nursing home. Um so then um yeah. Uh, she tells Walter about the tiara and then Walter tests the like say so he's testing the waters and how she feel about his mm-hmm. crimes. Um it's almost like he. Sorry, that was getting confused in my notes there. Um, but yeah, he's he's equivocating the shoplifting to the meth again. He's like, well, what if I was shoplifting? You know, mm. it's like mm, very different to what you're doing. Though. Yeah, well, very, that's very. The second time he's justified it in a real banjaxed way. Yeah, yeah, just like well, it's just like any other crime. You know, yeah. all morality is relative. Yeah, comes back. I think that's in the second episode. He he has that speech about good and bad are just reflections of each other. Um. What what is truth? What is meaning? He's such a fucking libertarian, like. Mm. Loves, or at least he thinks he is. Loves the Daily Wire. To try and does. justify what he's doing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's libertarians too. They just use whatever they can to justify what they want. They just want like the whole ideology is about I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, you're right. Um, then the second meeting with Tuco at the junkyard. I uh, again notice this time Walter's learning. He has the sense not to be holding the meth. He's yeah. in the, the seat beside them. Very clever. Getting there. He's getting there. Um, and then, yeah, so you know that thing that Jesse was supposed to die at the end of season one? Mm-hmm. But they rewrote it because Aaron Paul was so good. So do you yeah. think this is what he was supposed to catch that beating from Tuco? It's a good shout. It's Tuco's cousin. Well, yeah, but also you said you said they cut it an episode short as well. So yeah, the other much... could have been in the desert either. At um, Tuco's uncle's house. That's the other time I'm thinking of. But it's just what stands out is Tuco's cousin. He only appears the episode in this episode. Yeah. He doesn't appear but like we only met Tuco the episode before anyway. But his cousin isn't around as a dude. And, you know, it's almost as if like if you think about it, like, yeah. Jess and Walter are kind of like the odd couple. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the odd couple. They're a bit. They're a bit chalk and cheese, really, when you think about it. Like yeah, like odd. Like, when you see them there, like, Walter's all straight-laced in a shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Jesse just wears baggy street clothes, you know? And he's got a massive forehead. And it's just, like, they're two opposites. How are they ever? But you know what? In chemistry, Jack, opposites attract. Attract. The show is just so deep. That's what I love about it. Yeah. There's layers upon layers upon layers. Like... Of Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like a bad onion. Yeah. I agree. So I think after that, that is the last scene. Breaking Bunyan. Yeah, that is the last scene. This is the reason I don't usually drink during this, guys. Um, but it's episode seven. Fuck it. 
Um, but yeah, this is the last scene where Tuco beats his cousin to death. Okay. Uh, well, not to death. We find out, spoilers, season two, the cousin has a brain aneurysm due to the beating. Right. Um, but like, like bad street smash, just never say relaxed to someone like Tuco. I, th- I think I think the last thing you want to say to someone how, like that. It was a sign of how good the meth was as well. Yeah, he does go fucking crazy off it, like. Yeah, is... he beat a lad black and blue mm-hmm. on the blue. Yeah, on the blue, nice, nice, another yeah. layer, yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's it's really nicely intercut between the beating and Walter's like horrified face. And then just I, I do love the last shot where just like, all right, well that happened. And yep. they kind of just kind of walk away from it. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's so that. Do now. Nope, we're in it now. Oh, this guy, four and a half pounds of meth a week. Um, yeah. Uh, I, in fact, my last note was uh, Walt and Desi look goofy as fuck. Yeah. Just standing there, like like you say, chalk and cheesy, very different. Just and framed as they are against the junkyard, I think, in desert. Just like, they look so out of their depth mm. and out of control and like, like yeah, Tuco really like he he just takes over from them. Like they haven't a chance. It's like, like he shows up and just kidnaps Walter. Yeah. Like, what do you expect from this? Yeah, these are bad people. Yeah, bad crazy people. And they close out the episode with "Who's gonna save my soul?" Yes, which I thought yeah. was a nice touch. Very on the nose. Very cool. Um, I like on the nose though. On the nose is great. It's not done enough. I yeah, I I get you. I think it's really good in this. But then like. This show has enough symbolism. It's allowed to do on the nose every now and again. Yeah, that's true. Like they use, um, like the very first episode closes out of time, man. Mm -hmm. It's great. Um, uh, They have, you're really moving me twice. Once when Walter's moving a a body and once when Jesse's moving meth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's like, because the, like, and like the music is so good in season one and two. The soundtrack's unbelievable um, with tunes they have on it. Well, it kind of drops off again as the show gets more serious it leans more into score yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah, do cool songs and it's not as on the nose like they're fine they have like uh crystal brew persuasion they blue gliding overall like different stuff like that but yeah it, i think it's part almost of the the comedy of it because it's like oh we know what you're thinking tommy let me ask you a question go for it right i've explained my predicament to you earlier on that i can't get my partner to watch uh breaking bad right uh-huh Season one has a lot of flaws and a lot of holes. Uh-huh. Could I get away with watching season two onwards? With no. Don't if, she's so? seen, if she's seen the pilot, like, yes, but she'll have questions. How do they get here? This, like, to be honest, I just tied Louise up to make her watch it. Okay. She didn't want to, but I made her. Yeah, I know, but I... Um, I'd only so feed I her in between episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't get away with that. That's fair. Um, but no, I think well, like if you watch a recap of season one, jump into season two. I think the danger would be season three. Season three yeah. is where the show starts to flag a bit, because um, they so seasons one and two, like they were plotted out before they started filming, even really tightly written, and like it shows, like like a little bit like. Season one flaws or whatever, but like they knew where everyone was going to land at the end of the second season from the get go. Okay. Season three, they started writing without a plan. Okay. So it meanders and what is Season three is where it gets fucking bananas, though. Yeah, and they've doubled the episode count. Yeah. Season five, they have like 16, 20 episodes nearly to play around with. Loads of time. So they're not like, not as focused on. They have like a whole episode where Walt chases a fly around. 
yeah. and there's one or two meaningful lines in it, and that's it. Um, but back to what you're saying about the on the the music. What did you think of Zack Snyder's Watchmen? Now, if Blast from the you past. want to know about on the nose, there's a yeah. director. I know, right? It's fucking Pinocchio. Yeah, that chap is on the nose and everything. So but saying it? that though, saying that, yeah. though, I'm going to digress here for a second. I rewatched 300 last week, and that oh. film still slaps hard. It's oh, so yeah. fucking good. It's so fucking good. It's so well written. Mm-hmm. It's so well acted. Mm-hmm. It, uh, the visuals still hold all. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, Watchmen. See, that's like it, that's it's not movie. cool. It no, me neither. And it's not cool when Zack Snyder does really on the nose music. But we, all somehow... watched, we all watched that in the cinema, didn't we? Yeah, we all walked out very disappointed. <laughs> we were so <laughs> we four we, hours we were getting back. Like we were so hyped going into that as well. <laughs> oh my god, a three hundred guy doing Watchmen's gonna be fucking amazing. Oh my god, it's like yeah, our world shattered. Like, what is reality? <laughs> I believe in nothing. I mean, he, I watched that zombie movie done recently, and it oh. ends with the cranberry zombie. No, like, actually, no, like fucking. Yeah. So, so yeah, what's the difference between? like Zack Snyder's zombie movie ending with zombie and season one of Breaking Bad ending with who's going to save my soul like it's sparsely it's sparsely done like yeah uh, Zack Snyder will fill everything up with two things really obvious music choices Mm -hmm. and renaissance Jesus imagery with fucking everything everything he thinks he's a right lad for putting Jesus in he loves the Jesus fucking everything in Batman versus Superman both Batman and Superman are fucking Jesus. They're both Jesus, yeah. <laughs> like, what could be... Every story is about Jesus, so why not have two Jesuses? Yeah, in yeah, your, yeah. Like, Jesus so, versus Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, well, yeah. Batman's Jesus too. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, Jesus and muscles and sepia. Yeah. 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 Though, never thought I'd say this. Zack Snyder is a better director than Joss Whedon. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, I, yeah. Still, I still thought the... Um, I wanted to kill myself by the second half of the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Cause I watched far it in too two long. sittings. You made a really good choice. Me and my brother, yeah. I purchased Now TV because it was the only way for us to watch it here. Okay. And, um, Do you not have torrents in England? I use a work computer. I'm Is it a Brexit thing. thing? I'm not messing around with torrents. I torrent on my work computer. You don't have a job. <laughs> well, I have a work computer. So I don't work there anymore, but I have to yeah, get it. Yeah, I suppose. But I, I, um, I... We just yeah, watched it on this anyway because yeah. it was just it was just easiest and yeah, yeah. we were we got drunk we were watching it but like I just wanted to hang myself by the end of it because it just it just it I think the most disappointing thing is that like Batman's not a character for starters he's a nope. nothing person mm-hmm. and then it's just a hot mess and then that last scene with like them all again in sepia and uh the Joker's like talk about reach arounds and, and Batman's oh, person. Yeah, yeah, the, the third epilogue. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so stupid. It, it was just, it was blowing my mind how bad that film was by the end. But the first half is deadly. It is. It's, it's very like 300, where yeah. like, the big gods fight scene was brilliant. Amazing, yeah. I think Zack Snyder does that really good. He does like inhuman godlike beings beating the shit out of each other. Like when um when Steppenwolf just throws the one with the horse with the woman on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. amazing. That was That's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, but again, he's a scenes guy, not a full movie guy, and and nope. uh, uh, and like it shows even more with was it Heist of the Dead? Lad, that film, that film was so bad. He was a cinematographer. Not touching it. 
Yeah, he said he he defeated it himself. Yeah, you can fucking tell. I'm it's sure cheap it's as fuck. Man. It's so <laughs> really? bad. Look, like obviously a lot of money went into it because he doesn't do anything cheap. Yeah, but like true. his style, it was just it was a low budget cinematographer's style. Um, and everything had this weird depth of feel to it, and it just yeah. made things look really sm- made everything look like a set, and it was really okay. cheap looking. Yeah, it, the depth of field is awful. It it all looks like cheap green screen. Yeah. And yeah. the acting and the script is just bollocks. And yeah, just, and it, but it's setting up a whole world and, and, with that. and for no reason. No reason. No. Every now and again, you'd watch it, and you're like, wait, did that zombie have a robot head when he got shot? And, it, like, and it, there was no explanation to it. Just <laughs> Beyond Zombie was also a robot. <laughs> Amazing. Isn't there a whole thing with like Zombie Tiger and Zombie King? and Zombie Tiger was cool. The Zombie okay. King was cool. Okay. Like There were some elements, again, because like I said, He's he's great at some elements, but he's yeah. never gotten a, the closest he he's gotten to a hundred percent is honestly three hundred. Rewatch it, and I guarantee yeah, I think it, you'll right. be I, impressed. The script yeah. is just unreal. But with um this film, it was just like it's just like every now and again you see a lad get shot in the face of a zombie, and it's just like wait, what, what's why has he got electrons and and a lightning eyeball? Yeah. Eye, Maybe eye, we'll like, find out in one of the other movies in the in that shared universe. But, but that's um, not that's not how that's how TV shows work where you can do things non chronologically. But with a movie, you really only get one chance. Not <laughs> un- like, unless you've been signed up with Netflix for a seven movie deal, like yeah, he was. That's just true. Good yeah. to be Zack Snyder. Um, sorry guys, that was a long Zack Snyder digression. Um, you can edit it out, but I, I might edit it. Out. I might not. Um, I might save it for the Zack Snyder podcast. Well, since we're digressing, um, yeah. as always, whenever I'm on a Zoom call, I've done some drawings. Oh, no that's way. how I kind of keep my concentration going. I play with blue tack. You play with blue tack. I draw. Nice. So okay. This is one. I made a robot for you. Oh. 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 Very. You I'll drew that it. while we were talking. Yeah. And I made this very veiny, uh, four-legged beast. Fucking hell! Those are amazing. So. Um, that's, yeah, that's for you. Folks at home, those were amazing. Might share them on the socials. Never know. Um. All right, Jack. Do you want to plug anything? Pleasure. Do you want to shout anything out? Uh, no, my band's broken up, so um, I'm working on some solo stuff, uh, and I just don't know how I'm going to distribute it and, and get it all out there. I'm also okay. working with Paul Mann on a couple of things. There's nice. some stuff in there's some stuff in the horizon. I just gotta wait. I, uh, yep. uh, I well, I'm gonna like give you a freebie. Follow Moses Morehouse on Instagram. His stories are my favorites. Yeah, they're the yeah, only reason I'm still there. Yeah, my my stories are. A hundred percent, the best thing I've ever done with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even make them; just curate them. Well, no, it's an amazing, um, it's an amazing stream at Moses Morales on Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna shout out to my mom. Mom, thank you so much for dinner yesterday. It was delicious. Um, I will return the favor someday. And as for the rest of you, we'll see you probably next week for season two. Holy shit! Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, follow us on the socials. You know how to Google by now. You're, you're not following us by now. What the fuck are you even doing here? And yeah, enjoy your life. Congratulations, Peace. Tommy. See you later. It's the Untitled Freaky Mad Podcast. I can't decide a title for my podcast. Will you help me decide what title my Breaking Bad podcast should have? Uh, what were we talking about?